Welcome to A Meaningful Mess, a podcast for educators who want to engage and empower gifted learners. Whether you specifically serve gifted learners, have gifted learners in your classroom, or just want to know more about what gifted learners need from the school experience, you are in the right place. I'm Andy McNair, and I'm a keynote speaker, author, educator, and mom of my own gifted kiddos. And I know that teaching gifted learners can be challenging. But you know what? It's also incredibly rewarding. Throughout this podcast, I'll share practical ideas and strategies that will help you create a meaningful and engaging learning experience for your gifted students. I'll also talk about Genius Hour, a powerful approach to learning that can help learners explore their passion and purpose as they develop their talents. So if you're looking for ways to reach your gifted learners, I invite you to join me on this journey. Thanks for listening. I'm so glad that you're here. Welcome to episode 82 of A Meaningful Mess podcast. Well, as I mentioned on last week's episode, a new year is like an open door and there are so many possibilities that lay ahead. Unfortunately, I think for a lot of us, we can get really overwhelmed with New Year's resolutions and the goals that we set and it can kind of start to snowball. And then usually by like February or March, maybe even earlier, if you're like me, you start looking at those goals and you're like, I have not accomplished one of these and they all just kind of disappear, right? It's like, you know what? I'm done. I'm just going to try to make it through the year. And, um, I think sometimes that's the case for our learners as well when it comes to goal setting. And I think while goal setting, setting goals in the classroom is something that we often do. I know that I did that in my classroom. I will tell you that I don't know that I really ever thought about how important it is that we teach our learners to set goals in a healthy way. And that's what I want to talk about today. What are the questions that we can ask? to give our learners the perspective that they need to see goal setting for everything that it can be and it should be. And so as we talk through this today, I'm gonna share some really practical things that you can implement in the classroom. But if we wanna consider the big idea, it really is just how do we help our learners set healthy goals and to be able to have the perspective that they need to do goal setting in a way that makes sense and that will set them up for success. Okay, so when we think specifically about gifted and advanced learners, I think often about expectations because I think, unfortunately, for gifted and advanced learners, sometimes the expectations that are placed on them by parents, by educators, are unrealistic expectations. And while I think there is absolutely nothing wrong with high expectations, I think there is everything wrong with unrealistic expectations and giving our learners the opportunity to set their own goals and then to share those goals with us gives us an opportunity to kind of check ourselves and to decide whether or not the expectations we have for them are healthy, high expectations, or are they unrealistic expectations that they're not even trying to achieve? And so goal setting is going to be valuable for them, but it's also valuable for us to really be able to see who they are and what they want to move toward. 
I want to mention before we get too far into the goal setting that if you don't follow me on Instagram, make sure you do so because this week I am sharing about goal setting all week and lots of good content there as far as learning from other people and some of the research behind goal setting. We're actually going to talk about some of that here on the on this episode. But yesterday I actually did a live with Stephanie Higgs, uh, aka Little Miss Gifted, and she shared a really cool strategy that I know you're going to want to use in your classroom. So make sure you check that out. Again, follow me on Instagram. I'll be talking about goal setting, sharing new ideas all week there, as well as today here on the podcast. All right, so let's get into it. Let's talk about goal setting in the classroom. When I think about my own experience with goal setting and having my students set goals, I remember when I would, you know, kind of tackle this in the classroom. And I would oftentimes just have my learners set their goals. They would write them down on a cute little worksheet or on a cute little piece of paper. I might hang them up somewhere in the classroom and then we never talked about them again. <laughs> that is a bad idea because you see goal setting is not just about setting the goal. It's about the progress that they make while moving toward that goal. And you're going to hear me utilize that vocabulary a lot on today's episode, moving toward that goal, because it's not just about achieving the goal. And so often for our gifted and advanced learners, things really quickly become about the outcome and the product and what they did. But we all know how valuable that conversation is around process over product. And they are not just the outcome. They are so much more than that. And there are so many things they accomplish and do in getting to that outcome. And so I want to talk about goal setting from the perspective of not just setting the goal itself, but also the growth that happens as they move toward that goal. And so you'll see kind of how that's going to play out when I get to the questions that I'm going to share. So uh, I'm going to share four questions today that I think it's important to ask our learners when they're setting goals so that they have that healthy perspective of what they can do as learners without putting that unnecessary pressure on themselves to always achieve that goal. We'll get there in just a second. But before we do, I wanted to share, I'm actually going to be sharing this on Instagram today, but you guys are going to get a sneak peek here on the podcast. Um, I was looking into some research last night around goal setting, and I found something from Michigan State University. And they mentioned that there was a study by psychology professor, Dr. Gail Matthews, and her research actually confirms the importance of not just writing a goal down, but also sharing your progress with someone else. And I think that that's the missing piece, uh, at least it was for my classroom. Oftentimes we have our students set goals, but we didn't share our progress. We never went back and visited that. Like, where are you? And look, I know a lot of you may do that. I'm saying I did not. We wrote down our goals, check that box. And then I might say things like, hey, have you met your goal or where are you in meeting your goal? But the, the point here is that they need to share their progress. They need to share not only where they are in meeting their goals, but they need to share what they're learning about themselves, how they're growing. And again, we're going to talk about those questions that will kind of move them toward that way of thinking in just a bit. But for me, I just wasn't as intentional about that as I should have been. We checked the box of writing down our goals, but I didn't always have them share their progress with myself or with their peers. That's not to say it never happened, it just didn't happen as often as it should. And so 
Um, her research, the results actually showed that those that wrote down their goals, like physically wrote them down and shared their progress with a friend were more likely to achieve whatever it was that they set out to accomplish. Um, that research matters and it's something we should pay attention to. So when it comes to goal setting, we want to make sure that number one, they're writing it down. And number two, that we uh, intentionally put time in the learning experiences that we're designing for them to have that time and space to share their progress with maybe a thought partner. You guys have heard me talk about thought partnership here on the uh, podcast. Maybe they share it with you their teacher, or you you could get family involved with this, right? Give the family specific questions that they can ask so that they know where their learners are in the goals that they have set. So uh, as we kind of move forward in today's episode, I want to share these four questions because I've really been thinking a lot about this and I wanted to create questions that would kind of go along. I wanted to create an acronym for the word goal, right? G-O-A-L. You're probably like, why are you spelling that for us? We know how to spell goal. I'm spelling it because I'm going to share the questions that I've created and we are focusing on the verb in each question. So we're going to jump right in with the first question. And this is a really important thing for our learners to words to consider um, because specifically our gifted and advanced learners, they oftentimes think that I'm going to set a goal and then I need to check, check, check all of the boxes and then I need to meet that goal. That's how it works. Set a goal, check the boxes, achieve the goal. But there is oftentimes growth that needs to happen in order for them to get to that goal. And so question number one for the letter G is how do I need to grow in order to move toward or achieve this goal? Now, you're going to notice at the end of every sentence, I say move toward or achieve this goal, because that reminds them that you're not going to achieve every goal that you've set. The goal is that we move toward (laughs) meeting that goal, but you're not always going to achieve it. And so it's it's not just about the boxes that I check, but it's how do I need to grow in order to move toward or achieve this goal? And I think this also gives our learners, it puts them in the mindset of, this is about growth over goals. I wanna focus on the growth that I'm going to experience while moving toward that goal, because it's the growth that I'm actually going, that's going to make me a better learner, that's going to make me a better person, that's going to really get me to the place that I'm trying to get to. And so this first question, how do I personally need to grow, can be difficult because sometimes kids are like, well, I already know how to meet this goal. Well, that's fine. But what are pushing them to really think about how they need to grow can be valuable and can be something that so many of our gifted and advanced learners need to consider. So question number one, how do I need to grow in order to move toward or achieve this goal? Question number two, this is O, what obstacles will I need to overcome? Now, where there are two O words here, obstacles and overcome. Remember, we're focusing on the verb. So what obstacles will I need to overcome to move toward or to achieve this goal? This question is not one that makes most of us comfortable. We don't like to think about the obstacles, especially when we're excited about meeting a goal, when we're excited about getting to the success. Thinking about the obstacles is kind of a bummer. It's like, well, I don't really want to think about the things that are going to go wrong. But I have learned even personally that when I am setting goals, when I intentionally think about the things 
that could get in my way. And I have a plan for dealing with those things that are going to get in my way. I am much more likely to continue to move forward instead of just throwing my hands up in the air and being done. And I think so many of our learners, when they experience that first obstacle, they throw their hands up in the air and they're like, I'm done. They have no idea how to overcome. And so um, we actually kind of talked about this idea last night on Instagram. So again, you want to make sure you check that out. Uh, Stephanie and I were having that conversation around once they figure out what obstacle they need to overcome, there has to be that plan. And so um, with our learners, I love the idea of using, there are so many strategies to do this, but one of my favorites is called a pre-mortem strategy. I think I've talked about that here on the podcast before. I learned about this. It's actually a business strategy, and I learned about it from Don Wetrick, who I've learned so much from and I'm so thankful for. But I um, specifically utilized pre-mortem strategies with Genius Hour because so many of my gifted learners wanted to quit when things got hard, right? They were just like, oh, I'm done. This is too hard. Or they would come across their first obstacle and they felt like something was wrong with them because everything wasn't going perfectly as it had for most of their lives. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, that's not how this works. And so that pre-mortem strategy of like, hey, what obstacles am I going to encounter? How will I overcome them? And having a plan for that sets them up to be willing to continue the work even when it gets hard. So again, this is a really important question, thinking about these obstacles and giving our learners the opportunity to identify those and to think about what they're going to do to overcome them. So uh, the question is, what obstacles will I need to overcome uh, in order to move toward or to achieve my goal. All right, so we've done G-O, let's talk about A. This is probably my favorite question. What strengths do I need to apply to move toward or to achieve my goal? I'm a big fan, you guys probably know this because I talk about it all the time, but I'm a big fan of strengths first mindset. And what that means is when we're talking about our learners uh, or when our learners are talking about themselves, um, before kind of thinking about or considering their weaknesses that they always consider and think about their strengths first. And that does not mean that we don't want our learners to acknowledge or to know that they have weaknesses. That is important. Every one of us, there's not a person on this planet that does not have strengths and does not have weaknesses. We all have them. But when we consider our strengths first, and we consider how can I utilize these strengths and how can I apply them to move toward or to meet this goal that it's almost like a superpower to be able to not just know what your strengths are, but to be able to apply them. And I think giving our learners the ability to do that while they're in the classroom will set them up to be able to do that beyond the walls of the classroom. And that will be huge. Now, I want to say that it is also important for them to know what their weaknesses are, because if I'm self-aware enough to know what my strengths are and how I'm going to apply them to meet this goal, but I'm also self-aware enough to know what my weaknesses are, that's when it's important that I know the strengths of other people right? Creativity might be a weakness of mine. I might not be super creative, but if I know that Justin over here is super creative, I can lean on his strengths. I can collaborate with him. And when those strengths are combined, I might be able to move closer to my goal. And so it's about knowing and applying your own strengths and the strengths of others. 
So again, this question is what strengths do I need to apply to move toward and achieve this goal? It's about the application of the strength, not just knowing what it is, not just knowing, hey, I'm really good at, at uh, leading or maybe leadership is their strength. You can know you're really good at that, but if you aren't willing to apply it and practice it and utilize it, it may not be a strength for long. <laughs> and so we want to make sure that we're putting our learners in the place and in the mindset of, I not only want to know what my strengths are, but I want to be able to apply those strengths to achieve the things that I'm setting out to achieve. All right. Um, so we've got G-O-A. The last letter is L. And the question for L is, what will I learn by working toward this goal. Um, and I, this question is important because it kind of, it kind of follows along with the first question, which is growth. But we also want our learners to be lifelong learners. And in order for that to be the case, they have to see the opportunity to learn in everything. And I know that that's something that I am reminding myself of all the time. Like, hey, what can I learn from this? And, and I think this really becomes the case when I don't meet a goal, when I don't achieve the goal that I've set out to achieve. I have to ask myself, like, look, I didn't achieve what I wanted to achieve, but what did I learn from this experience. And so I like this question for when things don't go well, but asking it at the beginning of the goal setting process just reminds our learners that this isn't just about meeting the expectation that you're putting on yourself. It really is about growing as a learner and learning is at the center of everything. So what will I learn by working toward this goal? Are there things that I will learn more about myself? Are there things that I will learn more about others? Are there things that I will learn about this specific concept or idea that I'm moving toward? Just leave that open. You may have to give them, you may have to do a little bit of scaffolding to help them understand or maybe share some sentence stems or some examples. But I think leaving this question wide open gives us an opportunity to really see who our learners are and, and to see their perspective of what learning is. So let's talk about these four questions one more time. And again, I think these just give our learners a different perspective of goal setting, and it helps them realize that it's so it's about so much more than just meeting the goal. It really is about who you're becoming as you're moving toward that goal, how you're growing, what you know about yourself, all of those things. So here we go. G is how do I need to grow in order to move toward or achieve this goal? O is what obstacles will I need to overcome to move toward or achieve this goal? Uh, A is what strengths do I need to apply to move toward or achieve this goal? And the last question, what will I learn by moving toward or achieving this goal? Those questions, I think, can just really set our learners up to see goal setting from that different perspective. And I hope they are helpful in your classroom. I hope that there's something that you can utilize. Uh, for the show notes, I'm going to share some things in the show notes that you definitely want to check out, uh, some different resources and things you can utilize for goal setting in the classroom. Uh, you can find the show notes at andymcnair.com slash episode 82. You guys check those out. Let me know what you think. If you have any questions, I hope this is helpful. I also hope you have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs>
Okay, rewind. In this episode, I forgot to mention how this goal setting strategy ties into Genius Hour and Passion Projects. I have no idea how I forgot to mention Genius Hour in this episode, but I did. And so I wanted to share with you here that I think these questions can make Genius Hour projects so much more meaningful. Most of us have our learners or have had our learners when I was in the classroom. Goal setting was a part of working on our projects. However, I think if I would have utilized these questions, it really would have helped my learners focus more on the process than they did the product, which would have made the projects much more meaningful. And so think about these questions and how you can utilize them throughout the Genius Hour process to help your learners make connections, to see goal setting for what it is, and to understand that it really is more about the process than the product. So again, my hope is that this is helpful and that it makes sense to you and that it's something you can implement in your classroom. I will talk to you guys again soon. I'm signing off for real this time. Bye y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of A Meaningful Mess. I hope you found inspiration and valuable insights for engaging and empowering gifted learners. If you'd like to connect with me and explore more resources, please visit my website at andymcnair.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at a underscore meaningful underscore mess for regular updates, discussions, and a vibrant community of educators dedicated to making a difference. Your support means the world to me, and I appreciate you being a part of this journey. If you have any questions, feedback, or topics you'd like for me to explore in future episodes, don't hesitate to reach out. Remember, you have the power to create meaningful and impactful learning experiences for your gifted students. Keep up the fantastic work and thank you for joining me on A Meaningful Mess. Until next time, keep finding meaning in your mess. Happy teaching and learning. I'll talk to you soon.